Okay, here is how to make your prayer life fresh and new. The prophet Jeremiah was not a popular man. When he declared the truth God had given him, that Judah would soon start 70 long years in captivity, the people threw him into prison. Yet in such dire circumstances, Jeremiah learned something profound about prayer. Jeremiah 33.1 says, The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was still shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus says the Lord who made it, the Lord who formed it to establish it. The Lord is his name. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Prayer is a very real part of a vital relationship with God. It is not reserved for some special spiritual elite. It is for you. Three principles within these verses can transform your old notions about prayer into something fresh and new. First, God says, call to me. He wants to hear from you. His loving, omnipotent heart desires to hear your innermost thoughts and feelings. He wants to hear from you in the hard times and when life is going smoothly. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's take a minute right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you are doing and moving in my life right now. In fact, your sweetest times of prayer happen when you come before him simply to praise, worship, and give thanks for what he has done. Second, God says, I will answer you. Do you believe that? Perhaps once asked God for something and he didn't give it to you. And since then, you have harbored secret worries that he did not hear or did not care to answer. But God himself says to you, I will answer you. That answer may not take the form you anticipate or when you desire, but he will respond. He might say yes or no or wait. You may not understand the reasons behind his answer, but you can trust that they are the best for you. Third, God says, I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. You have finite wisdom and understanding. God knows all. He knows the big picture you see merely and you see merely a tiny piece. When you ask him to guide you, he works to direct you as part of his higher vision and calling. If you take that first step of calling out to him, prayer can become an important part of a dynamic relationship with Almighty God. So do it today. He wants to hear your voice. Amen.
This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. This is a daily podcast, and we are building our relationship with God. I am so glad that you came to join me today. I want to dedicate today's podcast to Maurice because he answered the call of God. It was freaky. God told him to do something and he did it immediately. It was a blessing. It was amazing. So we got to listen to God and we got to move when God says move. Okay, stay right there. We'll be right back with more prayers. Good morning, God. You've ushered in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, Lord. For I can't walk alone. Amen. Amen. Prayers from the wilderness. Close your eyes. Bow your head. Father, I thank you for another day. I am blessed with another opportunity to be a vessel of thanksgiving. I do not take your love for granted, nor do I overlook your grace and mercy, which embrace me every day. You are the joy that abides within me, the peace that comforts me, the love that protects me, Without you, I am nothing. I am so thankful to be your child. I have the benefit of speaking to you every morning and knowing that you are waiting to hear from me. Your listening ear provides me with the blessed assurance essential to my existence. Your answers to my prayers prevent me from wandering aimlessly without a purpose or a plan. Even though my natural being desires to know all the chapters in the book that you've written for my life, I am thankful. You only reveal one moment at a time, one day at a time, one circumstance at a time. To know my entire journey and the order of my steps would overwhelm me. So I am grateful that as my loving Father, you are teaching me to yield to your sovereign power and unconditional love. Thank you, Father, for teaching me to seek you first, which is the true order of life. You never promised me a life without problems or afflictions, 
but daily prayers of thankfulness and gratitude keep me covered and keep me covered with your grace and mercy. I know that I must endure trials. I am aware spiritual growth can only develop through spiritual testing. And affliction is part of the fabric of life. Yet I am thankful for the strength you provide me in the wilderness, the lessons you teach, and the battles that you fight on my behalf. I thank you, Father, that your word is true. You promised me in Hebrews 13:5 that you would never leave me nor forsake me, and you never have. So I thank you for a love that I cannot earn, I cannot buy, I cannot sell, but you give it to me freely and unconditionally. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And Psalm 100 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 5, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who rejoice seek the Lord. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. I got it, finally. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Yay. Whew, so happy for another day, a new day. Let's see what God's promise is. 1 John 3, 2 says, When he comes, he will be like him, for we will see him as he really is. When the disciples saw Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration, they got a peek at his glory. He was radiant, beautiful, magnificent. He was Jesus, the Jesus they knew and loved only more so. And we shall be glorious as well. Jesus called himself the Son of Man to state clearly that he is what mankind was meant to be. What we see in Jesus is our personal destiny. Amen. And God's way, day by day, always has something good to say. (laughs) We're to live without regret. Acts 24, I myself always strive to have a conscience without offense toward God and men. What is the best way to live without regret? 
choose to live in such a way that you do your best in every task, in every relationship. Choose to trust God in every area of your life, every decision, every choice, every opportunity he sends your way. Choose to obey God. Keep his commandments. Choose to forgive others fully and freely. Choose to pursue what God reveals to you as his path for you to follow. Amen. We'll be back with some more prayers and sharing wisdom and everything else we've got. Stay right there. I'm reading from A Spectacle of Glory by Joni Tada. Isn't it fascinating how one little word in a Bible verse can sometimes make all the difference? Well, look at what the rich man asked Jesus. He said, teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Now think for a moment about the word get. The term implies working and striving to obtain something. No wonder this earnest young man went away disappointed. He was all about doing something good to grab something great. He didn't realize that it was God who did something good in order to give us something great. Salvation is all about receiving, not getting. It's about opening our hands in humility to receive the mercy of God, not because we've done anything to earn it or merit it, but because God did everything to give it. Lord, open the windows and doors of my life so your refreshing breeze can blow through and drive out the stale, tired air. I need the freshness and fragrance of your Holy Spirit swirling through every corner of my heart. I open my hands, Lord, to receive your grace, your gifts, your favor, your counsel, and your mercy. Amen. Scripture raises big and honest questions. Paul tells us that we must be always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. For everything. How I've wrestled with those words. The Bible says that we are to give thanks not only for the good stuff and the happy moments, but also for those hurtful, crushing, heartbreaking, out of control moments as well. He asks us to see life from his point of view. Paul's command begins with giving thanks to the Father and ends with the name of Jesus. All the events of our lives are bookend by the Father and the Son. 
Everything that touches us comes from his hand. He sees how it will all fit together. He sees right now how you will one day be healed and how the tears, the bruises, the setbacks, and the sorrows of this life have worked for the glory of his name. Lord, I do thank you for pain, for everything that I can endure. Whatever you allow to touch my life, they are cupped in your hands. And I'm so happy that you love me and that you work every moment for my best and for your glory. Amen. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. (sighs) Whatever happens, speak to every possible occurrence in our lives. If you experience a devastating accident or illness, If your best friend betrays you, if your neighbor sues you, if your co-worker climbs over you to get that promotion, no matter what takes place in your life, continue to hold on to your faith. Reflect the peace of Christ and live in the joy that bubbles up from his spirit. Show people how someone changed by the gospel actually responds to rough edges of life. Whatever happens, stay focused on Him. Honestly, Lord, I can't even come close to this today. I can't live in a life way worthy of you. Left to myself, I won't do your gospel any good at all. So dear Lord, please, Fill me with your power, your perseverance, your very life, so that I can live in a way that speaks well of your kindness and grace. Amen. Deliver me today, Lord, from the unseen persecution of the adversary and his evil army. When I feel overwhelmed, set my feet in a wide and spacious place. Your name, Lord, is strong, a strong, strong tower. So here I come. I'm running through that open door. I am taking refuge in you. Amen. Alleluia. Amen. Coming back in just a moment. Okay, let us enjoy some Proverbs. Let's get our wisdom and our marching orders from the Lord. 
The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. Whoever fears the Lord walks uprightly, but those who despise him are devious in their ways. A fool's mouth lashes out with pride, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where there are no oxen, the manger is empty, for from the strength of an ox come abundant harvests. An honest witness does not deceive, but a false witness pours out lies. The mocker seeks wisdom and finds none, but knowledge comes easily to the discerning. Stay away from a fool, for you will not find knowledge on their lips. The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. Fools mock at making amends for sin, but goodwill is found among the upright. Each heart knows its own bitterness, and no one else can share its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. Even in laughter the heart may ache, and rejoicing may end in grief. The faithless will be fully repaid for their ways, and the good rewarded for theirs. The simple believe anything, but the prudent give thoughts to their steps. The wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is hot-headed and yet feels secure. A quick-tempered person does foolish things, and the one who devises evil schemes is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. Evildoers will bow down in the presence of the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor are shunned even by their neighbors, but the rich have many friends. It is a sin to despise one's neighbor, but blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. Do not those who plot evil go astray, but those who plan what is good find love and faithfulness. All hard work brings a profit but mere talk leads only to poverty. The wealth of the wise is their crown, but the folly of fools yields folly. A truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is deceitful. Whoever fears the Lord has a secure fortress, and for their children it will be a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. A large population is a king's glory, but without subjects, a prince is ruined. Whoever is patient has great understanding, 
but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. When calamity comes, the wicked are brought down, but even in death, the righteous seek refuge in God. Wisdom reposes in the heart of the discerning, and even among fools, she lets herself be known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. A king delights in a wise servant, but a shameful servant arouses his fury. Amen. (laughs) It says a soft answer has often been the means of breaking a hard heart. Just thought I'd add that in. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. We'll be back to conclude the podcast. Don't move. We've added United Arab Emirates, which is Dubai, to our family. Welcome, Dubai. Welcome, the Middle East. That's fantastic. There are Christians that live there, and you found me. Thank God. We're at 9,056 listeners. Our God is better than good. I want to thank Anchor and Spotify and Podcasts for being the platforms that are spreading the word to the world. You can visit us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen staten forward slash support I am humbled I am grateful your support means everything you coming to listen means everything getting God's blessings means everything so we just got these blessings started we're going to have a great day Come back tomorrow. Bye for now. And thank you for everything. Thank you for everything.